God bless you on today. This is Pastor Derek Fletcher. <clears throat> and uh, we'll be sharing about the book of Mark on today. This is Yes and Amen, Children's, Teens, Church. And so we'll be talking about Mark, <clears throat> the Gospel of Mark. And in the, in the lesson on today, <clears throat> Mark is sharing uh, how Jesus taught about tradition and how the Pharisees use tradition to keep the people bound up. But he also uh, shared that uh, outside of tradition and the boundaries that men set up that outside of that, that you can do much more. And so we'll be sharing about that from the book of Mark on today. God bless you. Okay, all right, on today, we're gonna have Derek Fletcher pray. Lord, we wanna thank you on today for giving us grace. Keep our bodies healthy and clean. Speak out louder. <clears throat> Lord, we wanna thank you on today. Give our bodies grace and cleansing. 
We want to give thanks on today. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah and amen. We just want to say, give us grace on today. Give us enlightenment. Give us knowledge. We just want to say amen. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, God. Amen. Amen. Give us grace. Give us power. Give us knowledge. We just want to say thank you today for giving us hope. Hope that you can do something extraordinary with your mindset from the past. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. Amen. Okay. So today we're going to, like I shared earlier, about Mark, the gospel of Mark. And so Jesus is uh, sharing and they're eating meals and they're before the people. So let's bring this up really quick here and take a look at it here. And so Mark, the ministry of Jesus according to Mark, we're in lesson four at this time. <clears throat> so we are at, on lesson four. And so it says here, looking on the inside. And so in the lesson on today, Jesus shares a little bit about um, the inside of the heart and what comes from the heart. And the Pharisees are watching him and they make comments about different things. And so on today, we're going to take a look at that. We're going to show a video. It's about a 15-minute video. <clears throat> well, we'll see. We'll see about the video. It's about 15 minutes. And it's kind of teaching the lesson. <clears throat> it's kind of difficult to find a short script about the lesson uh, on today, a short video. And so the video is 14 minutes. So today, uh, we want to expose you to the outward performance of faith. Is it good enough, right? To expose the lie that an outward performance of faith is good enough, right? The Pharisees were very religious. Um, and when I say they were very religious, <clears throat> they used a lot of rituals and 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 they used a lot of things uh, to show outwardly, but their hearts, right? Your heart and your belief before God, they, their belief before God wasn't complete, but it was outward. The innerward parts of them coming outward was not complete. And so we wanna inspire you today to have a deep intentional devotion, internal devotion <coughs> to follow after Jesus. So that means a true devotion internally, deep internal, right? Not with line, line service, a loud, loud service of mouth, right? Some people, well, I'm doing it all. I'm the all-star. I'm this and that. Well, We want to look at it from the behaviors as perspective, choices, deception, uh, uh, discernment. Discernment means the ability to see through to what the truth is, right? The, and so hypocrisy, 
right? I'm all holier than thou, but I don't love my neighbor, being a hypocrite. And so peer pressure, right? You guys are getting older, you're becoming teenagers. So peer pressure, well, I'm gonna do what my friends tell me. I'm not gonna listen to my parents, um, whatever, man. My parents don't know, they don't understand. I'm not just gonna listen to them. I was gonna do what my friends are doing to their parents. And, and I'm just gonna, whatever, I'm not gonna do my homework. I'm gonna play video games all the time. And right, my friends gave me some pills. I'm gonna take them or I'm, I'm with my friends and they have alcohol. I'm gonna take some alcohol, some beer, right? That's peer pressure. But also, what is righteousness before God? Don't do that. Don't do that. Righteousness before God. So our memory verse for today, it says here, uh, don't do that. I told you. Okay. okay um, that's not cool. Nothing outside a person Nothing outside a person can defile them by going into them, right? And so listen to what I'm saying. That light, please. This is super important. It's super important. Super important. This lesson is super important. Nothing outside a person can defile them. when it goes into them, right? They're eating and they're attacking Jesus at this time. And so rather it is what comes out of a person that defiles them, right? What you say and how you treat your brother, your sister, and even your parents, that's what matters. Doesn't matter what goes into you right? And so Mark 7.15 says, nothing outside a person can defile them by going into them. Rather, it is what comes out of the person that defiles them. Okay, Mark says in 7.15, nothing outside a person can defile them by going into them. Rather, it is what comes out of a person that defiles them. Okay, Mark 7, <coughs> excuse me, 7 and 15. Okay, repeat after me. Nothing outside of a person can defile them. Nothing outside of a person can defile them. By going into them. By, by going, going into them. them. Rather, it is what comes out of a person. Rather, it is what comes out of a person. That defiles them. That defiles them. Okay, so what comes out of a person. Okay, let's see here. Let's scroll down here. We already opened up in prayer. Okay, flying toilet paper. 
So have you ever been tricked? Yes. Yeah. Have you ever tricked someone? Yes. yes. Okay. Have you ever tricked someone with a practical joke? Yes. Okay. Have you ever had a practical joke go really wrong? <gasps> yes, I guess. Huh? I don't remember anything going wrong. Okay. So let's say a practical joke is you gave a person a snack bar and it had peanuts in it, but you put hot sauce in it and and they ate it. But you didn't know they were saying, wow, that's hot. But you didn't know they were allergic to peanuts. And now their throat is swelling up. And now you got to call and look for their EpiPen and you got to get the ambulance, right? Ambulance. Yes. Or you put a tack in someone's seat thinking they're going to sit in it, and but they get stuck in the hand, right? That's not a good no practical joke is good. I stopped doing practical jokes a long time ago. The only thing you should put on somebody's chair is a whoopee cushion. Oh, a whoopee cushion. Okay, but the whoopee cushion could start other things. So today we're going to study a passage of scripture that begins with some jealous religious rulers trying to trick Jesus. Right? And so we see all throughout Jesus's uh Ministry in his history, those Pharisees, man, they are coming after Jesus all around the place, right? All right, can everyone see my screen up there? Can everyone read? Yes. Yes. Okay, so one, one, two, three, four. Okay, Derek, do one and two. Yanni, do three and four, and I'll do five. Let's go. The, Pharise the Pharisees, Pharisees and some of the teachers of the law who had come from Jerusalem gathered around Jesus and saw some of his disciples eating food with hands that were louder, were louder. Eating foods. All right, I'm I'm tracking you right here. I need you to talk loud. Eating foods with hands that were defiled. That is unwashed. Okay. The Pharisees and all the Jews do not eat unless they give their hands a ceremonial washing, holding to the traditional of the elders. Holding to the tradition of the elders. Okay. When they come from the marketplace, they do not eat unless they wash. And they observe any other traditions, such as the they wash don't wash their hands. Oh, keep reading. Such as the washing of cups, pitchers, and kettles. Okay, so the Pharisees and teachers of the law asked Jesus. They said, "Why don't your disciples live according to the tradition of the elders?" instead of eating their food with defiled hands, right? So he's, they're saying, they're checking them out, right? They said, hey, man, 
said, what, what's the deal? Why are your disciples not washing their hands before they eat? Matter of fact, they're not even doing the tradition. So what do you guys think about that? Well, I know in our house, before you eat, you better wash your hands, right? So, so, uh, so what happens next? Jesus responds to this event. Let's check it out. Let's see what he says. So they, they, they just all out attack him, huh? They said, hey, man, why your people ain't washing their hands? What's up? All right, so I'll read the first three, and then you read the next two, then you read the next two. Gotcha. And then you read 13. I said, I'll read the next three, then you read two, then two. There's still 13. Three. 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 Three, three. And three. And three. Is it three, three, and three? Yeah. What's well, six minus? Oh, three. it is. It's nine. No, it ain't. It's not. Yeah, six minus. No, it's seven. It's seven. Seven. It's verses. actually three, three, two. Oh. Okay, three, three, two. Okay. So I'll read three. You read three, and you read two. All right, actually, we'll hold on. Right, you can read four, and we can read two and two. Oh, okay. Let's do it that way. I'll read four. Wait, wait, wait. He it's replies. Israel is that no Isaiah he replies Isaiah was right when he prophesied about you hypocrites right so that's a person that says they love God but they're hypocritical no excess moving please okay okay no excess moving because it can be heard. Thank you. I appreciate it. And as, as it is written, these people honor me with their lips, but their hearts are far from me, right? You ever met someone like that? Uh, don't say, don't say. They worship me in vain. Their teachings are merely human rules. Right, you have let go of the commands of God and are holding on to human tradition. Right, some traditions, right? Well, this is the way my mom or my dad taught me, so I'm gonna teach my kids, right? Some people follow the traditions of what their parents, how their parents taught them. Me, I wanna follow the word of God. I wanna teach you according to what the word of God says, not just because my parents showed me, you know, I honor my parents, but I don't, every every method that they use, I don't want to use it. Okay, Yanni. Yes. Read the next nine, 10 and 11, please. Okay, and he continued. You have a fine way of seating aside the commands of God. And setting order. aside, you have a fine way of setting aside oh. the commands of God. Go ahead. Keep going. Your own traditions. For Moses said, 
honor your father and mother and anyone who curses their father or mother is to be put to death. But you say that if anyone Wait, plans, hold on, hold on. It says if anyone dishonors their who, their mother and their father, they are to be put to what? Death. All right, that's under the law, under the old way. Mm. Keep reading. Declares that what might have been used to help their father or mother is Corbin that is devo devoted to God. Okay, so Corbin is like a special condition of being absolutely devoted to God. Okay. Okay. Your go, Derek. <clears throat> I'm starting at 11. 12. Okay. Start at 12. Then you no longer let them do anything for their father or mother. Thus, you nullify the word of God. Why? You nullify the word of God. Speak up. Speak. Thus. Uh, you nullify the word of God by your traditions that you have that you have handed down that you have handed down and you do many things like that. Okay, so he's saying, hey, some traditions are good and should follow, some aren't. But he's letting them know. He said, you're not even you're not even doing this. You're not even doing this because you love God, right? He's saying, you're doing this just to be seen by other people. You're doing this so you can have, you know, bragging rights. See, I'm important, right? That's not what God wants us to do, okay? That's not a thing that God wants us to do and be a part of. So who was Jesus talking to in this passage? Was he talking to the regular people or was he talking to the Pharisees? He was talking to the right, I mean the Pharisees. Oh, the Pharisees, okay. Because they asked him, why don't your people wash their hands? Okay, so Derek, which prophet does Jesus quote? Do you remember? Let's go back up and see. I know. Shh. It's a dairy question. Turn. Yeah, keep it straight. Where is it at? I just saw. It. I thought it was down. I thought it was too. Yeah. Let's find him. Jesus said his name. So the Pharisees teachers, he said, why don't that's you? That's not the passage. That's not the one? It should be more down. I should thought his be? name was the right. Don't say it. Okay. It's right there. Verse Shh, quiet. Quiet. I say it's Derek's go. <clears throat> Moses said, honoring your father. And what mother. prophet? Did he talk Moses. About? Okay. What prophet was he talking about? Isaiah. Did he quote it? Okay, he mentioned Moses, but he didn't quote nothing that Moses said. Since what passage? 
Is it is it Isaiah? Or is it yeah. it is, it is. Okay, so Yadi, what does he call the Jewish leaders? What did, what do we call what does he call them? He calls them um Could they're kind of like double-minded, but scroll up, scroll up, scroll up, scroll up, scroll right. up, up more, huh? up more, up more. Stop. He calls them the Pharisees. Okay, they're the Pharisees, but he says that they're a certain way. They're like double-minded. What did he call them? Hypocrites. They call them, yeah, hypocrites, right? Let's see if it's if it's hypocrites. <gasps> oh, it's hypocrites. Hypocrites is when you say something like you say, "I'm not gonna get this backpack," and then. Oh yeah, then you change it up. Okay, um, Derek. Uh, what do you think is more important, external obedience or? Inward devotion, external, external obedience. Okay, you think so? <sighs> external obedience is good. It's good. Don't touch that. What about if God wants your inward devotion? He wants your heart torn toward him. Part of the Ten Commandments is... It says, obey your mother and your father. Thou shalt honor your mother and your father, right? And then in the word it says, honor your mother and your father so that your days, your days will be long on the earth. So to honor them, it's not just to be externally obedient, but also to be internally devoted. But that's what God wants from us with our relationship with him. He wants us to be externally obedient to him, but he also wants internal devotion. He wants us to pray. He wants us to be honest with him. He wants us to be honest with him about who we are and that we need his help. Okay? So why do you think that way, Derek? Why do you think that that way? Give me a little bit more meat on the bone. Well, you it says you always have to obey. Okay. So I would have thought it would be obey. Okay, louder. What'd you say? Well, well, in the it Bible, says, it always says you must obey. Okay. But, but um. Hands off the wires, please. So I would have thought, um, since we it was talking about obeying, it, I would have thought it would meant obeying you, you, as in the parents. Okay. Obedience is better than sacrifice. And that's what... So that's part of it. You're, you're correct uh, in that part. And so the key to Jesus's words here are found in verse eight. The issue was not that they had traditions, 
the issue was not that they had traditions, but that they placed more importance on those traditions. They were very ritualistic. Then they did upon God's command, right? Right. So, so they were they were washing their hands according to the command, but it wasn't because they wanted to obey God, right? God was far from their heart. So, Derek, not only toward your parents, but you have to obey God according to what his commands are, and Yanni, according to what his commands are, in a willful act. You have to be willing to obey God in your heart. Well, I'm going to do it because that's what the Bible says, but I don't, I don't believe that, right? It can't be that way. You, you got to receive it in your heart. And so they didn't receive it in their hearts. And so they were doing it out of vain tradition. They were doing it to make themselves feel more important than, they, than what God's order is, right? It's important that we are ordered of God and we put God before all things, right? Right. And so yesterday, and I, I'm just going to use this as, as an example if it's okay with you. It's an example, okay? So the task at hand, right? You just, if you just do a manual task after you're being told, but you're not thinking about it, right? God wants us to be the ultimate servant. He wants us not only just to go through the action, but look further into it, further evaluate how we serve others, take it to another level, right? Mm -hmm. Okay. I can say, hey, go do the trash. Oh, I did the trash. But did you do it with insight? Did you do it? Right? Go do the dishes. Well, ain't not, not my dishes. Well, I know they're not your dishes, but I want you to do it because the day before you didn't do your dishes. So it's not right that the other person have to do your dishes. And so you're going to put your heart into it and you're going to wash the other dishes that are there. Right? So what's in your heart before God, right? You all, we always look at the brother or the sister. We always look at our parents, but why not take it to another level in our relationship with God and say, God, I'm your servant. It doesn't matter if I'm 10, 11, 100, 50, 40. I'm a servant of the most high God. And I should operate that way. I should operate in what God is telling me, okay? My heart, I got to put my heart in it. And so Corbin, it comes up here in, in an example about Corbin. Jesus, <sighs> the example Jesus gives requires some brief explanation. Since it refers to a practice that is unfamiliar to us, the practice Jesus refers to was a tradition that allowed a man to set aside a portion of what he owed as Corbin. A son or a daughter could avoid 
their obligation to their parents, obligation to their parents by saying that the money they could have given their parents is dedicated to God. Okay, so um, you guys, and when you get money, you should tithe it. I know your mom has, oh, no, they don't have to. No, you guys get allowance or you get money, you should set it aside toward God, right? You should. It's a practice uh, because you understand about things and, and it'll set you up in a position before God, right? And so a son or a daughter, okay, to avoid obligation, etc. So it's given their parents, they would give their parents is dedicated to God. The sinister nature of this practice is seen, especially in the fact that this commandment was not binding. Ooh. A person could say the money was Corbin and wait until the parents died and then change their mind and, and then use the money for themselves. Right? That's right. sinister. Right? It's a tradition, but you have to make a choice on how you serve God and how honest you are, right? Right. You have to always. And so Mark 14 through 16. Okay, Derek, read 14. And then uh, Yanni, you read 15. Again, Jesus called to the crowd. Jesus called the crowd to him and said, listen to me, everyone. And understand this, nothing outside a person can define, can define them by going into them. Defile rather, them. Defile them, going into them. Rather, it is what comes out, out of, of them. What out comes of out of them. Okay. That defiles them. All right. Well, Yanni, 16, it's just a footnote. Say eight. <laughs> it's a footnote okay so who was Jesus talking to oh we already read that didn't we Yeah. in this passage who was he talking to in this passage was he just talking to the disciples or who was he talking to the crowd, the crowd. okay alright does Jesus have as much to say to the crowd as he did to the religious rulers, Derek, and why? Yeah. Speak up. He had, did he have just as much to say? Yes. Yep. Okay. Because and why? They were saying, why not? Because they were doing rituals and stuff like that. Okay. They weren't really believing in any of it. They were just, they just like, nope, I don't care. Just get it out of my face. So, he wasn't just talking to the crowd. He was also talking straight to he was also talking straight to them. Okay. So 
No, the religious rulers taught people more about their traditions than they did about God's commandments. So he had something to say to the crowd, but he was more intense and intense about what he said to the teachers, the, the religious rulers and the teachers of that day. And so what's the main point of Jesus's message in the passage? What's his main point? So basically what they were saying was, they were saying why they were doubting God. Well, they were, um, um, speak up, speak up. What they were doing was they were doubting God's methods because they were doubting God's methods because they said, why does your people not wash their hands? Okay. And they were questioning God and his abilities. Basically, that's what they were doing. Okay. And then okay. he told them why they were doing it. Yeah. Okay, good. Because they didn't understand why God had them not washing their hands. Okay. All right. So then yeah. God told them. All right. So God told them so. All right. Same question. What's the main point of Jesus's message in the in this passage? Well, the main point of this message was to tell everyone about about the real culture of God. Basically, to say whatever this that. And then, yeah, I got nothing else. That's she it. basically answered everything I was about to say. So Did she answer it? Okay. So it doesn't matter what goes into a man or a woman, but what comes out. Yeah, basically. So the intention, right? So he used food and ingesting of food to make an example, right? Hey, it matters what God says and what his commandments are. That's important, and that's the thing that God is looking at, the weight of your heart. So let's see what they're saying here. Let's see what they say. Basically Ooh. what you just said. Did I? Let's see. Says that it's not what goes in a person that makes them unclean but what comes out of them okay so what in what in particular is the source of the cleanliness or uncleanliness of the person what's the source oh I'm washing my hands to eat, or I don't wash my hands to eat. So what's the source? What's the particular source of uncleanliness? Was it cleanliness or uncleanliness of the person? Cleanliness is source. When, is when you washed your hands. Okay. Maybe. So or who? Like when. Go ahead. You can go ahead. So. Who makes the determination if your hands are clean or not? God. God. What about from the natural? You're about to eat and you go wash your hands. 
do you make the determination that your hands are clean or do parents inspect your hands and says, hey, they're clean, are they dirty? What's the source? Who determines if your hands are clean or unclean? You say it, God, but what about from the physical part, right? He's dealing with the Pharisees and Sadducees and they have something to say. So from the physical, who, who determines? Do you determine if your hands are clean or dirty? Do you determine if your hands are clean or dirty? Or do you let your parents determine that? No, we determine if our hands are clean. Okay. Now, if you're told, go wash your hands, then you go wash and you hands. don't wash them, but you pretend like you did wash them, is God watching you? Yeah. Is God watching you? Huh? Yeah. Okay. And so he he's, you know, and that's another that's another look at it. But I would know when my hand's not clean, and then I touch my face, and then I get germs on my face, and if I touch my eyes, I'll start scratching my eyes. Okay. And so you you guys answered pretty good. You said me, right? So the heart, your heart determines, right? Your decisions, right? And so that's what he was trying to get them to see. He said, just, just because you obey the law, and you go to church and you do all this stuff, that doesn't mean your heart is clean before God. Doesn't mean that your heart is pure before God. All right, so. All right, you guys learning something from this? Yeah. It says to a Jewish audience, this would be shocking. This would have been shocking. They're completely religious. They're completely religious observance centered on observing the laws, many of which have to be with external signs of faith, right? To obey God by faith means you don't have to see it first. You know that God is speaking to me through his word. And what do you do? You just do it. That's what faith is right? No outward sign like what the Pharisees like to get. Okay, so, um, okay, Derek, you're going to read the first, this is Mark 7, 17 and 23. You're going to read the first paragraph, right? 17 to the end of clean, and then at 20, Yanni, you're going to read the last one. Okay, go. <clears throat> After he had left the crown and entered the house, his disciples asked him about the his, crowd. After he had left the crowd, okay, keep going about this parable. Are you uh, so dull? He asked. Don't you see that nothing that enters a person from the Speak outside can defile them? For it doesn't go into the, their heart. For it doesn't go. Speak louder. For it doesn't go into. For it doesn't. For it doesn't go into their heart, but into their stomach. Come on. And then, and then out of the body. 
In saying Jesus, in saying this, Jesus declared that all foods clean. Oh. Okay, I'll say that. Turn the fan off. Okay. All right. So, okay, go ahead and read, Yanni. And when it gets to that, I'll say it. Okay. So do I read from 20? Yeah. He went on, what comes out of a person is what defies them. Defiles them. Defiles them. For it is for within, out of a person's heart, that evil thoughts come. Sexual immorality. Theft, murder, adultery, greed. Malice. Malice. What's the other deceit, one? Deceit. Deceit. Lowness. Lowness. Slander, arrogance, and folly. folly. So you know what folly is? No. Playing jokes on one another. All right. Arrogance is you're so caught up in yourself that you don't recognize your environment and the people around. Keep reading. All these evils come from inside and defile a person. Okay. And so in the first paragraph, he talks about eating food, right? Is right. it food? Right? You, you eat food and you digest it and, you know, it comes out of your belly. So basically right? the digestive system. Right. But then he also gives what comes from the heart, what you, you believe, your passion, and the things that are about God, the sincere things. And they mention about the heart, right? That the evil thoughts and theft and murder, greed, and et cetera, all those things. So who was Jesus talking to in this passage, Derek? Jesus was talking to the leaders. He's talking to leaders. What did the disciples ask? What did the disciples ask for and need? So let's see. Let's 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 see what question number one. Uh oh, where's my? His disciples. So he's teaching his disciples now. What did the disciples ask for and need? More explanation. They needed Jesus to break it down for them. So, Derek, why do you think they waited until they were alone to ask questions? So that other people. So that other people wouldn't hear what they were saying to Jesus? Okay, thank you, Yanni. Okay, Derek, you answer the question also. Answer the question so also. That other people won't know what 
Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Okay, Derek. Number four. What do you notice about Jesus? Jesus' list of sins. What do you notice about those things? All those things up there. Envy, slander, arrogance, folly. Well, some of them are very disgusting, very, very not holy, very dirty, not clean. Mostly every single one of them are sort of kind of unforgivable and just unforgivable by who uh by god no not by god just by some people oh by some people you know uh, okay uh, someone murders like a family member or friend then that person gets mad and just doesn't like just just doesn't like forgive them like it's okay. just unforgivable for what they did because they really love that person okay or it was like a brother to them or whatever okay it's just okay. someone very important to them and then they're to go all right them. so they say it's here they go from external to internal this is the only list of sins jesus issues in the gospels external to internal you're talking about your choice and the heart and the weight of your decisions people make a decision to get involved with murder with theft malice deceit deceiving others right right and greed uh -huh. like and to, say, to say if somebody was involved with robbing a bank and they were like give me my cut now because i want my money now uh -huh. that would true. Be greed. true or greed would also be hey hey we split this 50 50. Hmm, let's change that subject yeah, those are what you call 60. conspirators. But we had a together. deal. Sorry, all it's all good in times and money. Greed. That's what I call greed. Theft. I want greed. to make an example okay. of theft. Grand theft auto. As in, someone is legit is okay. legit trying to get away from prison and they need to borrow a car. They're going to either steal someone or make them get out with either a gun or a knife or just legit just push them out on the road. Okay. Okay, so Derek, who are some of the most religious people you know? And these are the people that Jesus addressed like Pharisees. They're very religious. They want to be seen doing things in front of people, but they force tradition on people. Hmm. You know anybody that's religious like that? Well, I do know one person that doesn't know who God is. Oh, yes. Okay. But that was a long time ago. Okay. So, uh, Yanni, who are some of the most religious people you know? I don't really, I don't know any people. You don't know any people? Okay. So, how can you tell they are religious? I don't know. Mm, probably if because they if they don't, if they celebrate Kwanzaa, 
No, if they do the things that God had up on the list. Uh-huh. Or Kwanzaa. Just saying. Just saying. Okay, so do you find yourself considering like, people good Christians based on what they do or how they act? So can you identify a good Christian in the crowd? Oh, oh, he washed his hands. He's a Christian. Oh, he prayed before he ate. He's a Christian. Those things, yes, they are important, but they don't make you a Christian. Okay, they don't. Believing in God and believing in God's okay. word. And believing God. The cross. Okay, your faith. Your faith. And having faith in God. Is what makes you a Christian. Believing in God, that's the thing that makes you a Christian. Okay, so I just realized Kwanzaa is more of a God thing. It's not a... Uh, <laughs> Kwanzaa uh, is Kwanzaa, son. Yes, Kwanzaa is Kwanzaa. Okay. Anyways, there's uh, holidays that are um, not about God. It's about... It's about something. Um, Kwanzaa isn't one of them because Kwanzaa celebrates seven days of God and not to mention Jesus. Um, there is a holiday in December that uh, doesn't celebrate Jesus. That doesn't celebrate October. God. Not October, something okay. in November. I, I mean, told. December. Okay. Basically, All right. So. All right. All right. Let's move forward. Yeah. Let's move forward. Yeah, yeah. Let's move forward. Let's move forward. So, why is it easier to base it on a act, religion on an act? Um, how can we begin to change that way of thinking? Right? Because some people are very religious and they they want they want to be seen praying. They want to be seen. Yeah, they want to be seen going to church because they think that that is what makes you a Christian, but it's not. Right. Yep. But a believer is mandated to go to church because yep. they believe first, feet down. Because they believe they will exercise that belief. So going to church is super important. Very important. Okay. Going to church don't make you a Christian, but because you're a Christian and you believe God it's, and it's a commandment, you will do it because you believe God. You believe and you're not going to do it because of and people. And at church, you learn about what God has done every time. You not to church. mention how, okay. he's, how he sent and his also, son to help us out through hard times of the past. Okay. And also, it also teaches you. I forgot what I was gonna say. Okay, okay. All right, so go ahead and pray, Yanni. No holding hands. No holding hands. Yes. Everyone also, hold your own hand. Also, church teaches you Let's pray. about how to celebrate about the word of God. You celebrate the word of God. At celebrate church. the word of yep, God. Yep. Okay. Lord, we thank you for everything that you have done for us on Okay, pray out. Lord, we thank you. Lord, we thank you for everything that you have done for us on the earth and everything that you will do for us. And God, 
thank you for watching over us and keeping us safe. And God, we love you so much and appreciate everything that you have done on our earth. In Jesus' mighty name we pray, amen. Amen. Father, we thank you for today. We thank you for the lesson. We thank you for the good news of the gospel. And we ask you, Father, to watch over us, keep us, and protect us in the mighty name of Jesus. Thank you for watching us today. Uh, this is Jess and Amen. And these are our teens and you, Pastor Jerry Fletcher. God bless you and have a good day.